Wednesday, November 22nd, Sather Brief. 60 years, 60 years ago today, JFK assassinated in Dallas, Texas. It's incredible how each generation has their defining conspiracy theory that really red pills a lot of people in that generation. With JFK, that was for the boomers. A lot of them started questioning things after JFK's assassination. 9-11 for the Gen Xers. COVID for the millennials. And we'll see what Gen Z has in store for them. Hopefully it's something big that shocks them awake. You know, I've got faith in Gen Z. Not gonna lie. A lot of them brainwashed to shit. But for those that get it, who were in their early 20s, late teens, early 20s. For those that get it, they're very vigilant, hyper-aware, very active. And they know technology really well. They're able to siphon through misinformation quite easily. They understand internet scams, (laughs) for those that get it. Um... Yeah, man. JFK. 60 years ago. So, in tonight's show, we're going to discuss the... A lot of topics we'll go through. The UFO guy, the UFO whistleblower, David Grush. He was on Joe Rogan yesterday. Today or yesterday. We'll take a look at a few things he said. I'm not vibing with that guy, to be honest. I don't know if I think he's nefarious, but... I could definitely believe him being used as a useful idiot to carry some UFO narratives to the public. So we'll take a look at that. The Pope being a commie, holding a a transgender luncheon at the Vatican. It was just a bunch of trannies. And most of them were sex workers. Most of them were prostitutes. (laughs) Freaking Pope, man. Everything woke turns to shit. Oh, we got some clickbait to debunk. We're going to do that first thing. What else? What else? Some news on climate change. New York governor doing wacky shit. More populist candidates winning elections around the globe. That's good news. And a lot of other stuff we'll go through too. So thank you all for tuning in. Shout out to you guys reporting in from around the world. From the CCP of Southern California. What's up, friend? NorCal checking in. Canada. What are you guys doing in Canada today? You sending some sending some car bombs through our border? What's going on? Okay. First off, clickbait. Clickbait debunk. It's about time I do another clickbait of the week stream. We'll shoot for next week with that one. So this one went viral on Twitter today from at my friend Blondie. And I perused this woman's social media feed and Blondie represents her quite well. A lot of trash on her timeline. She tweeted this. If nothing happens in the next 48 hours... Will you still trust Q, VK, and Mr. Poole? Are we victims of a massive PSOP? PSOP. I get the feeling nothing will happen. I think the Mr. Poole's post saying 2024 won't happen is regarding the election. That's all. The election won't happen. Somebody asked what's supposed to happen. Our dumbass friend Blondie says, Banks collapse, U.S. default, switch of currency, gold back currency, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, bro. Freaking mind-boggling the shit that people believe on the internet with absolutely nothing. Nothing behind it. So here's the first problem. Um, she's saying if nothing happens in the next 48 hours. What's supposed to happen in the next 48 hours? What? Dude, when I first got into the whole conspiracy theory stuff back in 2011, 2012, well before Trump was in politics, well before Q, 
there were internet influencers, not going to name any names, for those that know, you know, but all the way back then, 2011, 2012, there were internet influencers saying, oh, mass arrests are going to happen next week, next month, my intel says. God, it's the same shit, different decade at this point. So, there's that. Her second issue, she's lumping QVK, which is a social media account named Vincent Kennedy, and Mr. Pool. Mr. Pool is an account or a variety of accounts that post very cryptic, vague tweets. And a lot of people think that Mr. Pool is some freaking insider. I don't even know why. And then this Vincent Kennedy account she's referencing, um, I don't know. I don't know who the heck that is. I don't think anybody knows who the heck that is. Uh, I've been familiar with Vincent Kennedy for a few years, and he's kind of kind of vague, clickbaity, cryptic type stuff. Used to roll in uh, groups on social media with a bunch of other clickbaiters. VK used to. So why the hell is she lumping all them together? Like, Mr. Poole and Vincent Kennedy have nothing to do with Q. And if, oh, something doesn't happen in two days, not going to trust Q anymore. I don't know, man. This might even be a like a paid shill account. It's either just a really dumb person or somebody who's purposely posting a bunch of trash. Banks collapse, U.S. default, switch of currency, Nazara believer. This chick is a Nazara believer. And this is the problem is because you get a lot of this clickbait disinformation that gets injected into the Q movement. And then unsuspecting people, they lump all that in with Q, and then they start getting blackpilled, hating Q, thinking it's a joke, calling people Q-tards, because uh, they're getting duped by the psyops, by the disinformation. All the JFK Jr. stuff, all the tribunals going on in Gitmo, Nazara, quantum financial system, big reset. So many topics have absolutely nothing to do with Q, and yet... Dumb shits on the internet, we'll lump it in, and then passive researchers will see all that. It's a classic poison the well tactic. They're trying to poison the Q movement well. It's an information warfare tactic. So um, that's why I go so hard against the clickbait. There's that garbage. Here's some more garbage. Um, this account is absolutely trash on Twitter. He's got a couple hundred thousand followers. He blocked me for calling out his bullshit, but it's Ariel. At Proletario1. Super garbage account. His latest piece of BS is posting a link to a new website. Qofficial.net. There's a countdown on this website. Nothing can stop what is coming. This is a screenshot of the, of the website. Qofficial.net. Nothing can stop what is coming. Blackout necessary. A week to remember. Eight days left. Seven days now. What? First of all, I ain't clicking that shit without a VPN. I don't know if that might be a honeypot website trying to gather IP addresses or something. I ain't clicking on it. <laughs> without some security blanket there. And I don't even need to click on it. This just screams LARP. Live action role play. Screams fake and gay from a mile away. Turn that into a turn that into a poem. Here's another account on Twitter posting the thing. At Q the Storm. The entire world is about to shift. Darkness shut down panic. What the fuck? <laughs> Everything that guy just says bullshit. Oh man. Yeah, some of these accounts, most definitely, they are uh paid shells. Trolls, LARPers, running PSYOP tactics, InfoWar tactics. Anyway, QOfficial.net. Oh my God, come on, man. All right, on to more important things. Granted, exposing that clickbait is important, but on to current news. What's going on today? Israel agrees to a four-day ceasefire. I'm hearing this ceasefire. Uh, Israel won't start it until Friday. So apparently on Friday, I guess over the weekend, there's going to be a ceasefire. Hamas has agreed to release 50 Israeli hostages. Israel's agreed to release 
150 Palestinian hostages. Uh, okay, progress, I suppose. But whatever. That's that latest update there. Uh, we have this situation today at the border, not the southern border, the northern border. Hold up. Got to mute somebody in the chat. Piah! Nuked. All right. Massive explosion occurred at Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls after a vehicle entering the U.S. from Canada with unknown contents and passengers exploded on the bridge. When this first happened, initial reports were coming out blaming it on terrorism. They were saying the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force got involved. Uh, they closed all the international border crossings between the U.S. and Canada. Uh, but then authorities began to walk back reports of a terrorist attack, and there was no report of a bomb. Here is another angle of the video where car essentially just loses control and then smashes into the border gate there. It doesn't scream terrorism to me. Shoot, somebody might have just had a vaccinated heart attack and shit speaking of which aren't you guys noticing how bad people are driving lately it seems like more people have been swerving running red lights that's a big one i've noticed man people running red lights all over the place if i'm the first one behind the white line at a red light man i give it a i give it a one mississippi maybe even a two mississippi Looking both ways before I just go with the green light. People's brains, man. That RNA rotting their brain cells. But yeah, that that's what happened at the border. I don't know if it's a big deal. Or they're walking back their terrorism statements to cover it up. Oh no, we didn't mean to put that out there. Ah, shit. Cover it up, cover it up. Failed deep state attempt, I don't know, whatever. But we did have another situation at the border today. This one not getting as much media play, but this one actually an issue. Customs and Border Patrol put out a statement today saying they thwarted a four vehicle border rush in Maine. Apprehends 20 Romanians, including two involved in a transnational criminal organized crime syndicate. So this happened in Maine. You know, the southern border gets all the media attention. But when you look at a map, the northern border is a lot longer. There are very wide stretches of the northern border with very little, if any, security. Like, maybe not even a fence. I have been to northern Montana. And let me tell you, they ain't shit for miles. And if I was some deep state, foreign state asset that was trying to get into this country undocumented and illegally, uh, I would choose the northern border to go across. Go for a nice hike through the woods end up in like Glacier National Park or something <laughs> or just cross some farmland in northeast Montana or North Dakota North Dakota and you would uh you'd be free to go it's like the southern border is for all the crossers that they want you to know about the northern border is for all the crossers they don't want you to know about but lock it all down man lock it all freaking down All right, big win for the Netherlands here. You know, we just had the Argentina election a few days ago. Let me get his name right this time. Javier, 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 Malay, Malay. The guy with the funny hair who hates leftards. Um, he won the election in Argentina. Seems to be a win for the population there. 
Seems to be. We'll see how that plays out. Over in the Netherlands, their populist candidate, the anti-globalist PVV party, just won in a landslide victory in the Netherlands. And the gentleman by the name of Geert, Geert Wilders, is on track to be the next prime minister of the Netherlands. Yeah. Global revolution. For sure. The next, I give it two years. One to two years. There's going to be a lot of elections around the world that uh, start swinging. Swinging the pendulum away from the establishment. Speaking of which, we got an election in this country next year. T-minus less than 12 months now. So, big surprise. Are we going to get another scamdemic? What's it going to be? What's the black swan event going to be in this country? Because every election year, it's something. Every friggin' election year, it's something. Riots, scamdemics, mass, social engineering event, something. In China, right now, they're calling it mystery pneumonia. Mystery pneumonia tears through schools in China with many, many hospitalized. In eerie echo of early days of COVID. Yeah, next year is going to be fun. I agree. Stay frosty, friends. Are they really going to try another scamdemic? <laughs> oh, and if they did, how many people would fall for it this time? Many less. Many less. But you would get that 5% of people that are still going to double, triple mask, wear gloves in the grocery store, have some wet wipes all over them, shoved up their asshole for easy access. I don't know. Double, triple vax. Shots, 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 shots. Really gonna try this shit again. We'll see how far this progresses. Might go nowhere. Probably will go nowhere. But it's all about that predictive programming. It's all about gauging the public reaction with a test, test run, test narrative. And then they game plan from there. Next, UFO whistleblower dude, David Grush. All right, got a couple of clips. This one's 40 seconds long. The next one is four minutes long. We no, might not play the whole thing. But this first one, um, I have not yet seen this whole episode. I don't subscribe to Spotify, so I'm going to have to look for bootlegs or just watch a bunch of clips on YouTube. David Grush on Joe Rogan. What do I want to say about this? Um... Let me talk about Joe Rogan for a minute first. Joe Rogan over the past year or two, he's definitely said a lot more things that I like, I think are good. Joe Rogan's improved. But in terms of his podcasting career, Everybody he's had on his podcast to talk about this subject, UFOs, ET life, what have you, it's like clown after clown. Especially between 2017 and 2019. Who all did Joe Rogan have on his podcast? Yeah, Tom DeLong. Tom DeFrickin' Long. <gasps> Stephen Greer. He's a shady motherfucker, Stephen Greer. Um... Bob Lazar, and I don't ever really have a problem with Bob Lazar. I have a problem with how Bob Lazar's narratives are being used to bolster other narratives. So there might be like elements of truth to Bob Lazar's story. Or let me put it this way. I think Bob Lazar is genuine. Genuinely telling the public what he believes is true. But that doesn't mean that Bob Lazar is putting out truthful information. He could be just repeating what he unknowingly doesn't realize is disinfo. And then you also got questionable characters surrounded around Bob Lazar. 
But uh, who else? Who else? There's definitely been other people talking about UFOs and Joe Rogan's podcast, just not coming to mind right now. But they're all, they're all questionable, or they're all very bubblegum. It's very bubblegum UFO stuff. Much like this UFO whistleblower guy, David Grush, um, everything he's discussing is mainstream UFO lore. So New York Times report, Tic Tac, Nimitz story, just all the mainstream, in the mainstream UFO box, which is a tiny box compared to all the UFO, extraterrestrial, secret space program type stuff you can find on the internet. It's a huge box. It's massive. There's all kinds of, I hesitate to use this word. I'm air quoting it for those of you listening on the podcast version. Whistleblowers. Um, Just people putting their testimonies out there from witnesses to people in the military, pilots, even former Apollo astronaut, just, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot out there. Everything that's come out since 2017, New York Times story, it's a very small box. All the mainstream approved stories. Uh, onto this David Grush clip. So in this first one, Grush, we're going to take a look at his body language. We're going to take a look at his claims. So let us play this one, and we will assess from there. Are we alone? Well, the answer is we're not alone. And I know that with 100% certainty, which as an intel officer, you never say 100%, but all things pointed towards, uh, based on the people I talk to, like Harry Reid, and I use him as- Harry Reid, based on the people I talk to, Harry Reid. So he admits to talking to Harry Reid, which, yeah, Harry Reid. Shady motherfucker right there. People I talk to, like Harry Reid, and I use him as an example, but I talk to the highest of the high people you could possibly talk to, if you catch my drift. So The highest of the high people you can possibly talk to, if you catch my drift. What's he inferring there? Is he insinuating that he talked to a former president of the United States? Which would have been his time during his time in the intel world which obama is he referencing obama it wouldn't have been trump because that was before this he's talking about years ago is he insinuating he talked to obama and obama talked to him about aliens or ufos hmm Mm -hmm. unless all them are lying and they're covering up something else which i don't even know what it would be at this point use your fucking imagination dude It's not tough. There's a hell of a lot of shit that they'd want to be covering up. And this is the intel community that you supposedly had a career in. You should know how patsies, useful idiots are used, how disinformation is sent through the grapevine. I don't know. This guy just seems to be a real useful idiot. And his mannerisms. He's very... Hmm. Quite jumpy. Also, his eyes. He gets these facial expressions that... I don't know, man. I'm not doubting his service in the intel community, but what I'm doubting is... um, Or what I'm thinking is that he was used else which i don't even know what it would be at this point because the phenomenon is real it's been going on for thousands of years (laughs) and i like how in the whole mainstream ufo community they're creating their own buzzwords uh the phenomenon what does that mean people have been seeing strange things and not everybody's mass hallucinating yeah it kind of seems like everybody's mass hallucinating these days i'm not vibing with this guy's body language he's quite uh something's up something's up um and also uh, again i haven't listened to this joe rogan podcast yet but just going off what david grush was releasing particularly in his testimony to congress earlier this year it's all secondhand from what i understand everything this guy has come public with all his claims 
is what he was told from people. It's all secondhand repeating. He didn't actually, he wasn't actually involved in any of these projects or see supposedly craft or bodies or what have you, alien bodies. He's just repeating what he was told about it. So, all right, here's the other clip. Um, let's just play it. We'll see how long we get through this one. I don't know if I want to do the whole thing, but. What do they think these things are? The people that you talk yeah. to. So they specifically, the people on the program that handle the material, that were in executive level briefings with Intel community leaders and other folks over the years, last 20 years or so, they did use the term extraterrestrial, ET or whatever. Again, the people that told me they were involved in the programs, well, that's what they told you. They told you they were involved in these programs and did all these briefings and yada, yada, yada. Have you confirmed it, sir? Did you ask for sauce? Okay, that is an, a possible origin, but the Schumer Amendment, if you read That's it... That's the word I want to describe this guy with. He's just goofy. And nothing wrong with being goofy. I love goofy people. But it doesn't strike me as somebody who's like career intel guy. Doesn't He doesn't ha seem to have the just the character, the personality, or the mannerisms. It specifically uses non-human intelligence, NHI, very deliberately because we want to catch everything. Because what if some of this stuff is not ET and they're going to use that as an escape clause? Like, well, this stuff that we don't even know if it's extraterrestrial, so this doesn't apply. So that's why we wanted to be as broad as possible. I mean... Besides E.T., I mean, a lot of it would be my own uh, personal opinion. I think we have a couple. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Couldn't help myself. Conceivable buckets, and I'm using the work of Jacques Vallée, other people that have thought deeply on the issue on how the phenomenon has changed since antiquity. It showed it showed itself in a different way. Like a good example is like witches sitting on your chest phenomenon with, you know, uh, paralysis and medieval and enlightenment area, you know, era became this alien abduction phenomenon uh, in the modern area era, excuse me. And is it, is it the, the recipient and their analytical overlay cognitively seeing the phenomenon based on a modern. I feel like this guy's mass hallucinating when he talks. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't even know what this guy's going on about now. I'm not going to uh, bore you guys. But yeah, something's up, man. Um, let's take a chat break. Have some comments come in. Let's see. Ooh. Chat says, Greer confuses me. I don't think anyone knows enough to instantly dismiss him, but something feels weird about him. I I know enough to dismiss him, uh, but I don't dismiss his information. Here's, here's the nuance to these sorts of things. Somebody can be controlled opposition or blackmailed or just an absolute narcissistic clown, but you can still get helpful information off them. You just have to understand the angle that they might be coming with so you can put the appropriate lens on your discernment cap when you go through their stuff. Uh, Greer's put a lot of helpful information out there, but, oh, I think Greer's a freaking weirdo. Freaking power-hungry grifter. Yeah, right? David Grush kind of has a Valley Girl accent. He's got, like, the uh, the up talk. He's kind of banking on his Intel connections quite a bit in the interviews I listened to with David Grush. He's talking a lot. Talking a lot for an Intel guy. And as some Intel guys are out there, they are talking a lot, but um, yeah, I don't know. 
He's the kid in high school that tells the stories nobody believes. <laughs> All right, next topic. Rabid anti-Trumpers. We got some crazy-ass mofos on social media. Actually, that's not this story. Here it is. Okay. We'll do this story in a moment. This lady on MSNBC. Are they both on MSNBC? They are MSNBC. This first crazy lady saying Trump is more dangerous than Hitler. Something must be coming down the line because these people are freaking out. They're freaking out. A lot of people have tried to draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler and the use of the terminology like vermin and the, the, the drive that those men had towards autocracy and, and dictatorship. The difference, though, I think makes Donald Trump even more dangerous, and that is he has no philosophy he believes in. He is not trying to expand the boundaries of the United States of America. He's not trying to overcome a neighboring country like Putin is in Ukraine. He is not going for some grandiose scheme of international dominance. All he wants is to look in the mirror and see a guy who's president. All he cares about is selfish self-promotion. That's the only philosophy he has, which makes him even more dangerous because he has actually said out loud. Wow, I didn't know this woman was telepathic. She knows absolutely everything about what's in Trump's head. My God, incredible. Study this woman. Trump is literally worse than Hitler. Literally. Oh, I'm shaking. <laughs> then you have Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. This guy is going crazy too. Let me get to the right part. Yes, chat. Chat says, Jordan, check Elon's tweet from 30 minutes ago. He tweeted QAnon. I brought that up. We'll cover it after this clip. If this clip loads, it might not. Anyway, Joe Scarborough goes on an unhinged anti-Trump rant. He will imprison, he will execute whoever he is allowed to imprison, execute, drive from the country. Just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. Uh, I don't think these guys in the media know how to read. They're not very smart people. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Okay, let's take a look at that Elon tweet. Thank you, chat, for the heads up on these things. You guys, feel free. Drop in the comments. I got a chat over here I'm always looking at. So if anything's going on that I missed or going on while I'm streaming, you let me know. Links are appreciated as well. Much easier for me to bring up. So, Elon Musk, QAnon. Interesting asterisk he put there. Separating the Q and the Anon. So, what's he referencing? Extremely concerning. Post about OpenAI. What does it say? Exclusive OpenAI researchers warned board of AI breakthrough ahead of CEO ouster. Yeah, so OpenAI, I guess, has been it's been a lot of drama around that company because their CEO, Sam Altman, was fired or let go, and that caused a big backlash at the company. A bunch of OpenAI employees, I think, threatened to walk out, and there's just a bunch of drama around OpenAI. But what's this news? Ahead of OpenAI CEO Sam Altman's four days in exile, several staff researchers sent the board of directors a letter warning of a powerful artificial intelligence discovery that they said could threaten humanity. Two people familiar with the matter told Reuters. Um, okay. Yeah. AI is uh, very dangerous, if in the wrong hands, for sure. I don't understand where Elon's going with his QAnon, though. QAnon, referencing OpenAI. 
OpenAI was never referenced in the Q drops. I, I don't know. Is Elon insinuating Q is AI? Which I would disagree with. Um, I'll have to look more into that one. But anyway. Joe Biden celebrating his birthday with a cake with so many candles on it because this guy is old as a dinosaur. So his cake looks like a freaking wildfire. <laughs> and you got to love how similar this photo is to... Uh... <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. All right. Chat says maybe Elon is saying Q is AI. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's not. I think there's very well human operators that were running the Q operation. Um, maybe they had AI tools at their disposal, but I don't think the poster Whoever was posting the drops was AI. I think there was very well humans doing that. Elon doing Elon things. And Joe Biden about to friggin' die. All right, then we have this story. What do we got here? The Air Marshal's National Council Director was on Fox News last night. And she revealed that marshals, U.S. marshals, are quietly following every person who flew to D.C. around January 6th, 2021. We're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now on... Um... What did she just say? Let me play that again. We're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. They're not looking for bad guys because all their marshals are following people from January 6th. Yo! Um, I don't know if you were supposed to say that. What an odd thing to say. <clears throat> so great, wonderful. That's where our public resources, federal resources are going. Following grandma who went to dc on january 6 because the election was rigged huh. all right some news on the pentagon pentagon official at office overseeing elementary schools was arrested in a human trafficking sting stephen francis hovenick a top administrator for the pentagon school system in the america's region was arrested on November 15th in a human trafficking sting in Georgia. He was arrested on suspicion of pandering. He works at the DOD in the Department of Defense Education Activities, America Division. Great. Wonderful. At least he got arrested, but... Hmm... Fall guy of the real deal? Well, that's a good question. Maybe it was a fall guy. And there's more where that came from. You gotta watch out for those creepy pedos. They go on their power trips. They're obsessed with power and controlling people. And you know, their victims being young children. Um, easy to manipulate. And then what do they do to go find the victims are interested in. They go to where the victims are going to be. Elementary schools, daycares. <laughs> Sunday school groups. Who knows? 
They become pediatricians. Pedoatricians. Fucking hell. Glad he's arrested. Uh, Pentagon faces backlash over $114 million budget request for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Wonderful. $114 million. Bunch of money going to Ukraine, bunch of money going to Israel, bunch of money going to this woke Everything bullshit. woke turns to shit. Beautiful, beautiful. And the Pentagon is moving towards letting, speaking of artificial intelligence, AI weapons autonomously decide to kill humans. The deployment of AI-controlled drones that can make autonomous decisions about whether to kill human targets is moving closer to reality. Uh, the Pentagon says they want to come out with this technology because we don't really have the manpower in this country to battle an army like China's. But if we had drones, especially AI-controlled drones, it would offset China's numerical advantage. But I don't know if letting frickin' Skynet and the Terminator Get to the drone. I don't know if that's uh, such a good thing. Biden invokes wartime powers. This one was from last week, but I just found it today. Biden invokes wartime powers to fund electric heaters as he cracks down on gas appliances. Just want to let you guys know, I was out on the boat the other day and I got into an accident and I, I lost all my guns, my refrigerator, my gas stove, my wood fireplace, all of them. Tragic boating accident. Sorry. I'm not a good boat driver when I've got um, those things with me. The American Gas Association says wartime law is being used as an instrument to advance a policy agenda Contradictory to our nation's strong energy position. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Electric vehicles. Hooray. Yeah, and then winter comes. Try driving an electric car during winter when it's cold. Batteries. Terribly inefficient in cold weather. Reduces your... Uh, battery by like 50% a lot. I don't know if it's 50%, but it's a lot. Then you've got the weight of electric vehicles and you got to replace the batteries. And what are you going to do with the batteries? And yada, yada, yada. And all the freaking computerized bullshit in electric cars too. Screens everywhere. So we got this big push for electric stuff, electric heaters, electric cars. The climate extremists are out there. Stop oil. Just stop oil. Stop big oil. Meanwhile, what's big oil doing? Oh, wow. ExxonMobil drilling first lithium well in Arkansas. Aims to be a leading supplier for electric vehicles by 2030. 2030? Like... Agenda 2030? Yeah. So you, you think that, oh, yeah, we're moving away from this mon uh, monopoly, industry monopoly with all these companies that are screwing us over. But what do those companies do? They invest in their, quote, unquote, uh, competition. Like big tobacco companies owning vape companies, oil companies owning lithium mines for batteries, Monsanto and, and big pharma companies buying up supplement manufacturers and natural food companies. Yep, 
is what it is. You really got to uh, know where you're spending your money. Know what the company is doing or involved in when you're spending your money and not just feed into the sheep bullshit. Uh, anyway, probably a bad investment move for ExxonMobil because last time I checked, electric vehicle sales going down. Going down. Pope Francis hosts a transgender women for Vatican luncheon. Otherwise known as transgender dudes. Dudes for the Vatican luncheon. Um, there was one notable group. It was a luncheon of a lot of people. It looks like there was a thousand people there. Some of the luncheon guests were trans women from just outside Rome. And... Bunch of them were um, hookers, prostitutes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Everybody's welcome in the in the Vatican Church. Even uh, even Satanists are welcome in the Vatican Church. In fact, you can even um. You can even be the head of the Vatican Church if you're a Satanist these days. Because, um, yeah, inclusion. Pope's a commie. And in England, a transgender woman footballer. This is great, actually. We need more of this in women's sports. If you got a bunch of transgender people on the team, then just don't play. Which is what's going on here. Transgender woman footballer quits and threatens to sue for discrimination because rivals refuse to compete against her, him, after he left opponents terrified and broke the knee of a player blocking his shot. So that's the, uh, not actually woman, that's the dude. That's the man. And uh, look at this picture of the team that he's on. Can you spot which one's the tranny? Let's play spot the tranny. Let's play where's Waldo. And uh, right there. <laughs> Monster towering over the line. <laughs> Solid like five inches taller, 80 pounds heavier than all the women playing. And I guess her kick is so strong that the ball she kicked broke a woman's knee. So there was like three or four teams. Well, all the women on the teams just refused to play this guy and the team he was on. And he got all upset and put out this statement. Here it is. Uh, it's with a mix of disappointment that I have to address a recent development impacting me and my team. As you know, a bunch of other teams don't want to play us. Therefore, I'm going to quit, and I'm going to sue all the people not playing us for discrimination because, because inclusion. This breaks diversity and inclusion policies. Fuck that. If you at any point in your life had a wiener, had higher levels of testosterone in your body. I don't care if you went male to female or female to male. If you had ever had uh, man level, man levels of testosterone in your body, you need to play in the men's league or just start your own transgender league. Do that because, you know, be inclusive. Yeah, we're going to start leagues just for transgenders. I'm all for it. Men play men's sports. Women play women's sports. If transgender people want to play sports. They can start their own leagues or play in the men's leagues because it's called fairness. Chat says, I love it when they say you're a bigot if you won't date trans. Yeah, whatever. Call me a bigot. 
clowns. Um, two more things. Crazy governor of New York, Kathy. Kathy announces the development of media literacy tools for K through 12 students in public schools. Today I'm directing the director of Division of Homeland Security. Oh, she's directing the director. Good job. Seeing the director of Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services to develop media literacy tools for K through 12 in our public schools. This will teach students and even teachers to help understand how to spot conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation, and online hate. Start talking about what we're seeing out there. Give the teachers the tools they need to help these conversations in school. She's directing directors and teaching teachers. Man, this woman's incredible. Cool. And by teaching younger New Yorkers about how to discern between digital fact and digital fiction, we can better inoculate them from hatred and the spread of it and help prepare them for a very fast-moving and often confusing world. Translation, we need to brainwash the shit out of our children because we can't dare have them knowing what's going on in the real world and seeing all of our corruption, so we need to keep the wrong think at bay. Go screw yourself, lady. Hillary Clinton wannabe. And... I don't know if I want to get into this story. Uh, it's just about professional sports and Amazon trying to uh, get into the whole professional sports thing. Yeah, we can save that for another video. All right, guys, chat time. What's up? Yo, got to inoculate the kids against the conspiracy theories. Because the uh, inoculations work so well the first time. I mean, if you, if you actually vaccinate them enough, their brains will be so screwed up that, yeah, they won't be able to uh, learn about what's going on in the world. Maybe she's got a point there. Do I think Elon's rocket hit the dome? I think people who believe that the earth is flat and there's a dome over our heads probably got dropped on their dome when they were uh, four years old. Chat says, my piano students know more truth than their parents. Uh, what age? What age, what area? Gotta, gotta have some faith in kids. They won't, you know. They do ask questions. They're curious little creatures. Oh, what's up, the Tin Hat Ladies? Yo, you tied for second place at Conspiracy Theory Trivia last night. Nice. Good job. What'd you get? Don't you get a year supply of coffee for that? So, based Idaho things, there is a bar in Eagle, Idaho. And... They do, every couple of months, they do a Conspiracy Theory Trivia Night. And the winner of Conspiracy Theory Trivia Night wins an AR-15. Yeah. I went to it a couple of months ago. I went to their first one, and there was like 40 groups that entered. I was all alone. You could have a group of up to four people. I did it. I was totally alone there. I think I might have been the only 
the only team that had just one person on it. But I placed third. I did not get first place. I did not win the AR-15. Bummer. And I wanted to go to Conspiracy Theory Trivia Night last night, but I couldn't make it. Sorry, but I remember the Tin Hat Ladies. You guys got second place? Good job. Ha, huh, yep, old state. Indeed. <laughs> I was gonna say, you didn't win, then lose your AR in the boating accident. Yeah, I didn't win. There was only 30 groups there last night. What were the questions like? Conspiracy theory trivia night. It was actually, the one I went to was pretty solid. They had some good questions up there, but there were some questions that were, um, I could tell the owner of the bar, whoever put the questions together, he follows some clickbait. He definitely follows some clickbait stuff. There was like four or five questions about Flat Earth. Uh, there was a few questions about Q, but it was very bubblegum questions about Q. I think there was a question about Nazara too. Like, I shit you not. Like, oh man, this guy probably follows Charles Ward or Phil Godlewski bullshit or something. Yeah. He follows Derek Johnson. All Derek Johnson's BS. Yeah. Chat says, I do love Idaho. Unfortunately, Boise is a blue spot in a red state. Yeah. Boise's not too bad. But I say that coming from Seattle. So, you know. Relativity. Comparison. But Boise's pretty, uh, there's some pretty big dumbasses there. All right, guys, any um, questions, comments, concerns, complaints? Anything, guys? Anything you guys want to chat about before I head out? Gotta go throw a log on the fire, because it's probably burning out by now. Soon my wood fireplace is gonna be outlawed by Joe Biden, because climate change. How dare you try to Heat your home with firewood. Ooh, what's a good red pill for Thanksgiving this year? Ah. Hmm. Oh no, man. I mean, you gotta know your target audience. So, depends on who you're going to be sitting down at the table with, what topics they're receptive to. What's up, Dal76? $5 Rumble Rent. Thank you, my friend. Good show. Thanks much. Much appreciated. Yeah, what's the best red pill for Thanksgiving this year? You just got to... Test the waters. Avoid the topics that are really going to trigger them. 
know how to wade into topics in a way that's going to pique their interest, but not instantly make them revert to, ah, conspiracy theory, I don't want to hear it. Start slow. <laughs> you gotta kinda, you know. Start slow and work your way up into a more serious conversation. Hey, you're sitting down at Thanksgiving eating a meal. Talk about how screwed up our food is in this country. Ah, but you might hurt mom's feelings. Because mom just can't stop using Campbell's soup with MSG and genetically modified shit in it. <laughs> Sit down and say, I'm thankful we're having turkey and not cricket. I own things and I am happy. Yeah, just wait till everybody has a few drinks. Then you can really let the conspiracies fly. Talk about Tyson Foods and Sara Lee putting insect protein in their food. Yep. Don't eat Jimmy Dean. Hope you don't eat Jimmy Dean sausages. Because Tyson Foods owns Jimmy Dean. A bunch of other companies too, so. Not only do you have to avoid the parent company, but you also have to see what smaller companies that parent company owns if you really want to boycott these globalist brands like Tyson Foods and all the other ones, you have to you have to look at the companies they own as well. So Tyson Foods owns quite a lot. <laughs> Don't talk about. Israel, the war took Thanksgiving off. Chat says, you only buy nature's promise, but you don't trust them worth a shit either. I'm not familiar with nature. Nature's promise. Oh, that just sounds like some garbage pseudo-natural brand that's owned by Kroger or something. Let's turn the music off. I'm only gonna be here for another couple minutes. Who owns Nature's Promise? No, oh, it looks like they're still a private company. Oh no, they're a subsidiary of a Hold Delhays, which is a Netherlands-based multinational retail and wholesale holding company. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the heck nature's promise is. You're just gonna have to look into that one for yourself. In the end, they're all owned by BlackRock. No, they're not. BlackRock does not own everything. They're not all owned by BlackRock. But BlackRock does have investments in a lot of these large food conglomerates, indeed. And it's kind of... It's kind of false to say BlackRock owns them. BlackRock has investments in. Some of the companies BlackRock invests in, they are the largest shareholder, so they have a lot more say what happens to the company. Some of BlackRock's investments are quite small in particular companies. Um, BlackRock does not own everything, but they do have investments in a lot. So, 
definitely some uh, creepy weirdo mofos over there at Blackrock. Blackrock and Vanguard. Gotta push the ESG. <laughs> okay. Chat's getting weird now. Thank you for tuning in, guys. You have a fantastic Thanksgiving. You bring up all the conspiracy theories at the dinner table, and I hope you piss off every single one of your family members. Make it fun. Eat some good food. Stuff your face. Hate yourself afterwards. Have a few drinks. Smoke a fat cigar. Just have a good day. You guys have a good weekend. I will see you... Well, there will be an episode of Knowledge Based on Badlands Media tomorrow. Justin and I uh, pre-recorded it. But it will be airing tomorrow night. So if you're bored... If you don't want to watch boring professional sports on Thanksgiving, or if you uh, pissed off your family so much that they kicked you out and you got none to do, go watch Knowledge Base tomorrow, Badlands Media. And I will see you guys on Friday for the next stream. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to go follow on 